It's After Breakfast with Mark Elliott and John Kelly. So this morning on the After Breakfast podcast, we're going to repost our breast cancer information show from a couple of weeks ago. It is the last of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we had a couple of suggestions to do that. So uh, that will follow. If you heard that from, I think it was like two weeks ago, uh, it's okay. You can skip this podcast. If not, or you want to catch up and hear it again, it's great information from the folks at McLaren Northern Michigan and uh, the efforts they've made toward the Kathleen Johns Fund through the McLaren Northern Michigan Foundation. Uh, today, by the way, uh, culture quiz question was there's 800 million of them in the United States. And um, there, the answer was parking spaces. And we'll stick uh, news that isn't horrible on the end of this, as we always do. But uh, here's our breast cancer awareness show from, I believe it was two weeks ago or a week ago Tuesday. And thanks again to McLaren uh, Northern Michigan and everybody who listens. Light 96.3 on The Breakfast Show. I'm Mark Elliott. October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And we're going to focus today's program on breast cancer awareness detection. With us is uh, Linda Bartosh from McLaren Northern Michigan Hospital. Linda, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I've been an employee at the hospital at McLaren Northern Michigan Hospital for 33 years. And I'm a radiology practitioner assistant, so I do a lot of the procedures here in diagnostics as well as in breast health. During Breast Cancer Awareness Month, it seems like one of the most important things we knew is to just be aware of it because it's early detection. It's getting your mammogram. It's knowing your health situation. That really is the number one way to, to stay safe in all this, isn't it? It is. Do you have any idea about how many women don't get regular mammograms and pay attention to this? I do not know a number, um, but there are very many that actually do not get mammograms which there's no reason for that, for the fact that there are services that are provided for women that do not have insurance or are underinsured, um, and they may be eligible for a screening, a breast cancer screening program through the Northwest Michigan Health Department, as well as um, they may be eligible for breast health scholarships made available through McLaren Northern Michigan Foundation. Yes. And so the, there's no reason for no one not to have a mammogram. How many, I mean, how often should you do, should you have a mammogram? Normally they should be done and Annually, following the age of between 40 um, and 50, but uh, some screening is happening every two years as opposed to annually. But women of any age should be paying attention to their breast health and get screenings or ask your doctor if you notice there's anything wrong. I know a lot of reasons people don't have mammograms is because they're so uncomfortable. They're painful. They're just... Uh, but you've kind of found a way to, to fix that, haven't you? We um, have recently introduced uh, 3D mammography into our um, facility, and we have um, what's called a smart curve compression paddle, as whereas our conventional paddles were uh, 90 degrees to the chest wall. So um, there's now uniformity compression over top of the breast, lessening that pinching that people may have experienced prior um, with our conventional flat paddles. So the studies have showed that there's a reduction in patient discomfort uh, with our smart curve system by about 93%. Not only is it more comfortable, it's actually a better scan. It can increase breast cancer detection by 41%, and it can also reduce callbacks by 40%. And you catch this early, and you've got a tremendous chance of, of this being a minor problem as opposed to a major problem. That is correct. Keep in mind, breast cancer is not gender specific. This is not an exclusive 
disease to women. I mean, one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. One in every 100 breast cancers that are diagnosed will occur in a man. So breast cancer is curable if it's diagnosed early. And with our new detection offered in breast health today, many cancers can be found at its earliest stages and we can beat this disease. Linda Bartosh from McLaren Northern Michigan. Don't let financial concerns keep you from seeing a doctor from getting a mammogram there are resources available to you we'll talk about those coming up it's breast cancer awareness on the light breakfast show thanks to mclaren northern michigan now offering 24 7 urgent care virtual visits by board certified physicians through mclarennow.org that's mclarennow.org it's the breakfast show here on light 96.3 Light 96.3, it's The Breakfast Show. Mark Elliott, John Kelly. Today we're focusing on breast cancer and breast cancer awareness. Um, This is something that hits very close to home for a lot of us. My mother's had a double mastectomy. And she was fortunate enough to have the financial resources necessary to, um, to, to, to get through all of that. And I know there's a number of people who don't. And that's why we're thankful for things like the Kathleen Johns Fund. Through the McLaren Northern Michigan Foundation, the Kathleen Johns Fund will help pay for expenses for breast cancer patients who might be underinsured or uninsured. Julie Jarima is from the foundation. Julie, tell us who, who Kathleen Johns was. So Kathleen Johns was uh, a nurse. She was 37 when she died of breast cancer, and she, which was in 2008. So Kathleen's friends and families came to the foundation and they wanted to establish this fund in honor of really how passionate she was about children not losing their mothers to breast cancer. And so there have been various fundraisers over the years since 2008 and they built this fund. And so we've been able to really help our patients, you know, with either helping to pay for mammograms, um, pay, pay for some other diagnostic tests you know, like an ultrasound or breast biopsy. We even have uh, dollars available for those patients that are traveling a distance that need to have radiation therapy treatments or chemo. And, you know, when you're traveling a distance, you don't really feel like going back and forth all the time. And so we can help them with gas cards or lodging, which is really important. Other ways that we've been able to utilize these funds, uh, we help our patients with mastectomy bras, some camisoles, and also some prosthetics. The great thing about the Kathleen Johns Fund is all of the money stays right here in our community. All of the money that is raised here stays here, and all the money goes directly to help our patients, whether that is for scholarships or whether that's buying equipment for breast health patients. So, yes, it is all money that stays directly here. We have a big fundraiser coming up on Saturday at Mammoth Distilling in Bay Harbor. Thanks to the folks at Mammoth, the Johans Pastries, who are chipping in on Saturday. But if you'd like to donate to the Kathleen Johns Fund through the foundation, how do they do that, Julie? You can give online at mclaren.org, Johns Breast Health. You can also send a check to McLaren Northern Michigan Foundation. Or you can call us at 487-3500 and talk to someone about making a gift that way. Julie Jarima from the McLaren Northern Michigan Foundation. I wanted to know more about Kathleen Johns. Johns, what would motivate friends and family? This must have been a remarkable woman. So I did what everybody does. We Googled it. And we learned about Will Johns, Kathleen's son, a remarkable young man who was a, a freshman at Indiana University on the football team. 
and the story of his senior year at Brighton High School and what he did on their pink out night. I managed to get a hold of Will, talk to him last week. We'll his, hear, hear his story and more. On the day when we're focusing on breast cancer awareness, thanks to McLaren Northern Michigan, recognized as one of the IBM Watson Health's 100 top hospitals, it's The Breakfast Show on Light 96.3. Light 96.3 on uh, The Breakfast Show. Mark Elliott, John Kelly, focusing on breast cancer awareness today. Thanks to McLaren Northern Michigan, recently receiving a five-star CMS hospital rating, the only Northern Michigan hospital to receive it consecutively since 2016. This weekend, we're doing a special fundraiser for the Kathleen Johns Fund at McLaren Northern Michigan Foundation. And I wanted to know more about Kathleen Johns. Uh, and why people would would have all come together to begin to raise funds. She must have been a remarkable woman. Well, I ran into a remarkable young man by the name of Will Johns. Will was Kathleen's son. Uh, she passed away of breast cancer when he was eight years old. Will, what do you remember about your mom? Uh, I remember she was the nicest, kindest, friendliest person that you would ever come across. And, and you would... Was- Go ahead. Something else. She she brightened everyone else's day that, that came in contact with her. She was a nurse? Yep, she was a nurse. Um, and then when me and my brother were born, she I think she took a leave uh, just to raise us. And once we got a little bit older, she went back to, to nursing. I found Will by Googling Johns, and Will was a, is a football player. He's playing at Indiana University right now as a freshman. But his senior year at Brighton, they did a big breast cancer pink out game and that game was well will you tell the story even just to start the week it was it was going to be our pink week game and it was going to be our uh, senior night as well and um so just throughout the whole the whole week like fundraising 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 for one of the uh, cancer centers near us it was i mean it was super cool just to be fully a part of that and then once we get we got to the game I mean, everything went right for us. It was it was one of the the coolest experiences, probably of especially for my senior year and probably of my life. So what what ended up happening was um, we tied the ball game towards the end, went to overtime, and one of one of my best friends, Zach Hopman, uh, got an interception, and so I got the chance to go out there and score the game winning game winning touchdown and. Oh my God! It was the the emotions at that point were something that I have never experienced before in my life. And of course, that night being pink out for Brighton, what was on the back of your jersey that night? Uh, Mom was. Yeah, we got to pick uh, a survivor, somebody that somebody else could have sponsored a jersey, but I we sponsored our own jerseys, me and my brother, and we both put Mom on the back of our jerseys. Will Johns, who's done a lot of fundraising for the Kathleen Johns Fund and raising awareness of breast cancer in honor of his mother, especially on that pink out night. Will went on to graduate from Brighton. He's now playing football at Indiana University. And, of course, I had to talk to him about football. football. Will, is college football what you expected? It is nothing like I've ever done before. It's a lot of hard work, but, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Tell me about the roller coaster ride with the Big Ten canceling and then restarting back up. Yeah, I mean, it was it was wild. I mean, I remember walking in one day, like I think it was a Tuesday or something, walking in and got a team meeting. Coach coach gets up on the stand. And he's like, sorry, guys. I mean, Big Ten just canceled our season. We're like, I mean, when are we going to play again? And 
could be next spring, could be next fall, and then a month, a month later, guys, we're playing in a month. We got <laughs> Penn State. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, we were all in the mode where, okay, we got a year to get our bodies ready, get our minds right. Nope. Playing in a month. <laughs> it's like, wow, okay. So it was an absolute 180-degree turn. It was, it was crazy. Will Johns, freshman quarterback for the Indiana University Hoosiers, who do play Michigan this season. Is it extra motivation when you end up playing the Wolverines, by the way? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> last year was not not a great year for us against the Wolverines, and I think that just drives us beyond compare to anybody else. You look at this young man's LinkedIn page, and you see how much effort he's put into fundraising to bring awareness and to assist in breast cancer patients like his mom, Kathleen Johns. This weekend, we'll be at Mammoth Distilling in Bay Harbor. Michelle Chenard has agreed to do a happy hour for us. It'll be very socially distanced, a $25 donation to the Kathleen Johns Fund at McLaren Northern Michigan Foundation. Uh, only 20 seats available. I'm telling you, I told you this yesterday on the show. I'm going to bug you about it till we sell them all out. 25, it's not that much money, and you will be socially separate, distanced. Let me get the right word. Light96.com for ticket information. Will, thanks so much for your time this morning, focusing on breast cancer awareness. It's The Breakfast Show on Light96.3. Light96.3, Mark Elliott, John Kelly, The Breakfast Show. Today, we're focusing on breast cancer awareness. Uh, along with the folks at McLaren Northern Michigan. And and I'm happy, I'm very thankful that my friend Carol Karst-Wasson from Indianapolis agreed to talk to me on the radio about her daughter, Anna. Because when you talk about early detection, when you talk about breast cancer, this is not just a problem of women of a certain age. Um, how, how old was Anna when she was first diagnosed? She was diagnosed at age 23 after being misdiagnosed twice. Carol has two daughters, Anna and Maggie, and she was very specific to make sure she encouraged them to get regular checkups. So at age 21, Anna went to the University of Wisconsin doctor, you know, they have someone on people on staff there to have her annual exam and she pointed out to this doctor that she had a lump on her left breast. And he was an older gentleman, I think very close to retirement. And he, you know, examined her and said, well, this feels like a benign cyst. And what always puzzled me, Mark, after she was finally di diagnosed is why wasn't she more persistent with, you know, getting a second opinion or something. And I think she was young and having fun and studying hard, traveling abroad. She just didn't want to admit it, maybe, in some way. Anna graduated from the University of Wisconsin, began chemotherapy treatments, kind of got over this, and then the cancer came back, which is a tough thing to be able to handle. And um, uh, Carol and I have been friends for a long time, and, and I remember how tough this was when you find out you have it a second time. But Anna did not let that get her down. So she... Uh, joined uh, the cancer support community in Indianapolis and after and just loved it she was getting a lot of good support mentally she went to the director of the cancer support community and she goes you know I appreciate these support groups but they're mostly middle-aged people and older and there's a number of us who are young and I think we should start a youth group 
she did. And from there, um, she went to their fundraisers and raised money for the support group. So yeah, she was, she always had a list of to do's. <laughs> she became a spokesperson for support groups for cancer patients. She got involved in so many different things. She was interviewed by the Indianapolis star at one point with her involvement with that. And she goes, I don't let cancer define me. My life is more than my cancer. Anna passed away about 10 years ago. Her sister Maggie or brother Tommy do something on her birthday to commemorate her every year, which is, I think, towards the end of October. I understand this year they're going skydiving. Uh, Carol agreed to talk to us about Anna, someone she's very proud of, what she did with her life, even though it was cut short. Uh, because Carol thinks it's important to know that this is not just, this could happen to anybody at any age. It doesn't matter how young or how old you are. Any of us can get cancer. And so it's important. You know, I've learned a lot about cancer over the years. Men get breast cancer. We don't hear much about that. But yeah, the awareness thing is, is important, I think, when a young life you know, is taken from us for people to realize that young people are vulnerable too. Carol, thanks so much. And I appreciate Carol taking the time to talk to us this morning on the Light Breakfast Show. It's the news that isn't horrible on the Light Breakfast Show. Newest member of the Guinness Book of World Records is Robert O'Connor in Elyria, Ohio, who appropriately for Halloween has been certified as the largest collector of Ghostbusters goodies. 1,221 pieces of Ghostbuster memorabilia. Robert said he saw the movie at age four and has been captivated his whole life. Memorabilia, a good way to throw away your money, or you can just get in your hotel room and toss it out the window. It's what a guy in China did. He was on the 30th floor of a hotel. He opened his hotel room door and he started tossing cash out. I guess he might have been on drugs or something. There's viral video of the in traffic. The entire street is just a mess with people and cars stopped. Uh, the police finally broke into the hotel room and stopped him from throwing the cash out. Much to the disappointment of the people below, the young man in Covington, Kentucky, who is not throwing his money away, but actually putting it to good use. T.O. Jordan is a bagger at a grocery store in Covington when he saw a guy struggling to pay the whole tab for his groceries. I uh, seen that he didn't have enough money for all the groceries that he wanted. So the cashier told him to put something back. So I just thought in my head, I'll just give him this $35 so he can have all the food that he wants. $35 is a lot to an 18 year old young man. Congratulations to him. Speaking of kids, this is the best news you can hear, especially if you live in Mawa, New Jersey. With virtual learning and Zoom classes, you would think school snow days would be over. Snow day, snow day, snow day. But this school district has decided that, uh, quote, few childhood activities remain unchanged due to this pandemic and will maintain the hope of children by calling actual snow days due to inclement weather. No Zoom classes, no virtual learning. Just time for kids to be kids by playing in the snow, baking cookies, reading books, and watching a good movie. I love this line. There are times for memory making, and we believe those types of opportunities should remain intact. Snow days, at least for one school district in the United States. And that's news that definitely isn't horrible for those kids. 
putting your pajamas on backwards. Remember, you used to flush ice cubes down the toilet to see if it would snow. <laughs> All right, maybe that was just me. News that isn't horrible. This is Light 96.3.